When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Jalen Rose. I'm David Jacoby. We are Jalen and Jacoby. What is it that we do? We get the people! Jalen, between right now and Monday's Jalen and Jacoby, there are going to be 10 playoff games in the NBA. Two of those will be play-in games, and that is where we will start with tonight's contest in the Eastern Conference between that man, Trey Young, who him and the Hawks bring their offensive abilities to Cleveland in a winner-go-home game for the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference. To the East, my brother, to the East! I'm so very happy this time of year. It's almost like a kid at Christmas. We've got the play-in game Cavs who outplayed expectation. Darius Garland became an all-star this year. Jared Allen is 50-50 whether he's going to play or not. Evan Mobley was my rookie of the year. was balling all season. J.B. Bickerstaff doing a great job with that Cavs team. And then here come the Hawks who made the Eastern Conference Finals. I see you, Bogdanovich. I see you, DeAndre Hunter. Clint Capella grabbing boards, blocking shots. Like, this enthusiasm for this game is going to be great. And the Cavs get a chance to play at home. I'm looking forward to this one. Now, Mr. Rose, this is a tough one to call. I have the Atlanta Hawks getting the win in Cleveland. Who do you have winning this one? Woo! I'm going to go with the Hawks as well. And... It gets undersold the job that Nate McMillan really is doing with that Atlanta team Mm -hmm. and getting them to buy into playing defense. And when their shooters are making shots, all of a sudden it unlocks Trey Young's game and takes it to a different level. For the only person since Tiny Archibald 49 years ago to lead the league in total points and assist the same year, that's who I'm picking. Well, one of the implications, and there you see those numbers, which is absolutely out of control, sixth in three-point field goals made as well. But both of the games tonight, the winners are going to be so happy. They're going to celebrate, just like the Timberwolves did. However, waiting for both of the winners tonight are the number one seeds in East East, each conference, and this one in particular is going to be tough because the Miami Heat await the winner of this game, and the Miami Heat are probably the least celebrated number one seed since the Hawks, I want to say, when they were the number one seed in the Eastern Conference probably seven years ago. Jalen, what about Miami? I like you going to the history books about those Hawks teams who were like 55 game winners and had four All-Stars at the time, Al Horford being one of them. But how about this for the Miami Heat? Jimmy and Bam haven't been healthy the entire season, Mm -hmm. but have been playing really well when they're out there. Tyler Hero is the sixth man of the year. You have Eric Spolster that's going to continue to develop within the roster, the talent that you already have. You have grizzled vets like Lowry, 
Tucker, Morris, and then all of a sudden, just find money in the couch of oh, Victor Oladipo, some change 40 in the points. couch, and all of a sudden, you just have 40 points in the final game of the year? Like, that's a game changer for the Miami Heat if he can stay healthy and productive. So I'm looking forward to seeing who they're going to face. But like you said, they haven't been celebrated because their two best players didn't have, I guess, eye-popping statistical seasons. But I'm telling you, they're still going to be as tough of an out as any team in the East not named Milwaukee. Of course, and now we turn our attention to the Western Conference where it was the Pelicans who won the right to play the Clippers. The Clippers lost to the Timberwolves when we last saw them. However, Mr. Rose, this one, I'm rooting for the Pelicans, but in L.A., the Clippers are going to be tough to beat, led by Paul George. You know what the Countdown family taught me the other day is that my birds are the same. I got to switch it up. My Pelican (laughs) fly and my hawk, they're the same. I didn't realize that. But in all honesty, like, shout to Ty Lue. Like, just think about this. The Lakers and the Nets were favorite to win it this year. The Clippers consistently have had a better record than the Lakers, which clearly ain't saying much now, without Kawhi Leonard all year. One team is going to continue to have their coach for years to come. The other team replaced their coach before the final game of the season was even over. Why? Mm. Look at Jackson. Look at man. And there go my guy right Zubac. there. That's my Zubac. guy right there. He was old school big guy. I like those big guys. The me six seven. I get stuck guarding, turn around, elbow you in the chest, just jump hook you to death, punishing mm-hmm. the small switches. So he gets slept on. And the talent of New Orleans. I mean, CJ and Ingram, Zion providing enthusiasm by doing 360 before the game. Garrett Temple buying the whole team suits like an OG should. Willie Green continuing to develop this roster also. Like, this is going to be a great game. You know what I'm saying? And if I had to pick who's going to win, I'm going to go Paul George. Yep. As I as I started to cycle through what I think might happen, I think Paul George playing at home is going to be the difference. But man, I love to see the way they moving Brandon Ingram around. Look at how they moving him around. You see where he is, Jacoby? I love it. But I think it. playing at home, I think Paul George and the uh, Clippers get it done. My head says the Clippers win this game. But my heart and my wallet are rooting for the Pelicans. Like, I really feel like the Clippers win this game and end up as the eighth seed. But my wallet and my heart will be with the Pelicans. I really want to see this Pelican team make the playoffs. However, much like we just discussed in the Eastern Conference, in the Western Conference, if you win this game, you are the eighth seed. Congratulations. Now you got to go to Phoenix and play the Suns, who were the best team in basketball from about 10 games into the season until the very final game. One of the undersold stories of this season, and we know about the all-time greatness of Chris Paul, and he and Devin Booker were the best backcourt in the league, the most clutch backcourt in the league. Both deserve to be all NBA performers. But what held this team together is the maturity of DeAndre Ayton. Knowing that he didn't get his deal after watching other people in his draft class get paid and still play the way he did, and then help lead the team to the finals and still not get your bread, 
And so now, if he's going to come back invested as he is, mm. now it gives us a chance to build on it. Here's JaVale McGee. We're going to continue to add bigs down low. And then all of a sudden, Mikael Bridges becomes one of the best players in the league yep. defensively. And by the way, one of a handful of players, <laughs> he played all 82 games. <laughs> Only five. Only five players played all 82 games this season. And one of the players that no one discusses on this team because he has been out for injury so is Cam Johnson. Like Cam Reggie Johnson Jackson. was shooting the ball so well before he was out. He played a few games to warm up for the playoffs. He didn't shoot the ball that well then. But hopefully they can get Cam Johnson back thumping the ball like he was previously to his injury because he was a true revelation before he got hurt this season. And he's becoming like a, 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 a real version of a 3 and D guy. And then now you mm -hmm. have he and Bridges both doing that. He's a knockdown three-point shooter. He's shown to be a clutch three-point shooter. And he can play a lot of minutes up front. And he can switch on the smaller guards, in particular late in the shot clock. He can bang with certain bigs and still play position and grab rebound. The Phoenix Suns are the best team in basketball. Easy. I know that we Easily. try to find a lot of different storylines. Going into these playoffs, they're the favorite for me. Let me just make sure I say that out loud. Easily. Easily. Easily the Suns are the favorite to win it all, especially to win the West. Now, it's fun to talk about these 8-1 matchups, but we kind of know how those are going to shake out. However, we all knew if the Nets made the playoffs, they would be playing one of four teams in the first round, and we all knew that would be the best series in the first round. And finally, it is here, and we get to discuss it right after this. The Nets and Celtics preview. Stay tuned. You don't want to miss that. Jalen and Jacoby is brought to you by Burger King. Get the $5 Your Way meal with a double Whopper Junior. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Thank you for watching Jalen and Jacoby on television. However, the experience does not stop there. Make sure you follow and subscribe to our podcast where we have exclusive content just for our podcast audience where we get to discuss the things they won't allow us to discuss on television. Coming to you live above the Heineken River Deck here at Pier 17 in New York City. Welcome back to Jalen and Jacoby, Jalen Anthony Rose. We all knew that the best first round series would involve the Brooklyn Nets, and now we know who it is against and when it will start. They will be traveling to the TD Garden in Boston to take on the Celtics, and the Nets have so much offensive firepower that they're going to be a problem. Jacoby, like the the array of skill that's gonna be on display offensively is just gonna be um, breathtaking. Um, anytime you get a chance to obviously watch KD and Kyrie, you can might as well be playing um, whistling Harlem Globetrotters theme music. It's just just poetry in motion. But then you got two upstart superstars in the making, and Tatum and Jalen Brown who've actually been on this stage in their young careers already. And so 
they're, they're not going to be starry-eyed. When they played Mark 6, I believe Tatum had 54 against the Nets. Sure did. And so, and so like, th- th- those matchups are going to be crucial. And so now let me go deeper into the box score. The difference maker in this series, besides the injuries, if Robert Williams comes back, that'll be a game changer, especially if he can do it within, you know, game five, six, or seven. That, that'd be a game changer. If Ben Simmons can come back and give them a positive jolt, that can also help bolster the Nets based on the way he plays defense, the way based on the way he's playmaking. But overarching, I think the person that's going to be the game changer in this series is Marcus Smart. Yep. And the reason why he has to be is because Curry, Mills, and Kyrie all go for buckets. They play a lot of pick and roll. They play off the dribble a lot. Mills likes to catch and shoot a lot. So for him, who I voted defensive player of the year, not only guarding on ball, but also making them work defensively. See, Marcus Smart led the team also in assists and total steals. So he has a chance really to be a game changer in this series. Has been that in particular since January as the Celtics became the best defensive team in the league. And that's what I believe is going to carry Boston. I'm glad you brought up Simmons because yesterday when Wendy said that they're looking to have him come back in this series, game four, five, or six, to make his debut for the Nets, I thought it was just crazy. It made no sense to me. Like, why bring him back to play limited minutes, someone who hasn't played since last year's playoffs? However, the more I thought about it, the more I understood that the Nets' goal is to win the championship. And the finals don't happen for five or six weeks. So if you're the Nets, you're probably thinking, if we're really going to win the championship, we're going to need Ben Simmons. So maybe he won't be that effective and play that many minutes in this particular series. But if we're going to beat the Bucks, if we're going to win the East, if we're going to play the Western Conference champions, we're going to need the contribution of Ben Simmons, which is why the more I thought about it, the more it made sense that they would start to bring him into game action in this series later on in game four, how game five, you, game six. How, how, long, how long have you been working in this multimedia industry, sir? Oh, over 20 years. It's been about 23 years, sir. But so 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 thank you for being a seasoned grizzled vet because the idea for anybody that would question why they would bring him back is clearly being short-sighted when you decided to make the trade to bring him in and he hasn't played since last june that's already you put the chips in the middle of the table saying we're gonna have him play under any circumstance he even got a torque off shot in his back Mm -hmm. Okay, so you got to think long term, not only for this run, but for the future, as they also going to get two first round picks. But this series is going to be exciting. It's going to be so exciting. Can't wait to talk about it on Monday. The other 2-7 series, this time in the Western Conference, is also going to be contested. It is between the Grizzlies. Everybody loves the Grizzlies. Everybody's celebrating their success. However, we all know that Pat Bev is going to bring the smoke. And here is what. John Moran had to say about that. I love this quote. You remember that quote I said? Which about ain't ducking, no smoke. We run up the chimney. Simple as that. We ain't no conversations about not letting nobody get under your skin. If somebody, you know, come towards you, ain't no, can't back down. It's a soft person tennis here. We don't got no soft guys over here. We run up the chimney. I love John Morant so much. I love John Morant so much. He said, we run up the chimney, Jalen. Absolutely. And he came through the door. 
He said it before. And Dylan Brooks did too. And Desmond Bain did too. Oh wait, this is how Triple J talks also. This is actually the culture that they've built. This is a new era grit and grind that's happening in Memphis. And for those that thought this was some sort of fluke, just look at the dynamic John Morant and how he just exploded into superstar status this year while his team elevated and played very well without him. Brandon Clark making plays, catching lobs, Tyus Jones playing quality minutes for them, Melton coming in off the bench. You know what I'm going to be doing, Jacoby? Let me tell you What's what I'm going to be doing. I'm going to be sitting back, feet in the air like this. <laughs> Don't do it. Feet in, in the air. Watch. No That's all I'm be doing. Just watching Jock. I'm just watching Jock. Like Carl Malone when he's going for a dunk with the feet in the air, toes out, corns out, popcorn eating, chips mixing, fast food uh, ordering, beverages uh, flowing. All of that. I can't sometimes, wait till this weekend gets started. Sometimes I forget how long and how hard you played in the league. And then all I have to do is just see you run or see your feet. And I get reminded really quickly because those feet earned you a lot of money and they look like they worked for it. It is now time for one of our signature segments Soft Move or Boss Move. <laughs> I love Nikola Jokic so much. The reigning MVP, likely to be the back-to-back MVP. And Nikola Jokic said that he does not even know where his 2021 MVP trophy is. He said he and his wife are in the middle of a move that she probably knows where it is, but he has no idea. Sophomore boss move not even knowing where your MVP trophy is. It's a boss move. I don't have to tell you this. He allowed the wife to make sure she navigated all of the important items that were being moved from point A to point B. And so he knows that it's being taken care of. So when he says he don't know where it is, yeah, he probably can't say what crate or what box. (laughs) But I'm pretty sure that they have it. And by the way, he should find it because he might be getting another one this year as I actually Mm -hmm. voted for him to win back-to-back MVPs. And the beautiful thing about his season is just the incredible way that he's been dominant so very much without Murray and without Michael Porter Jr. And he has a test facing the Golden State Warriors in the first round. There are so many good first-round matchups. I can't wait for this weekend to get started. And I cannot wait for this commercial break to be over because we have a lot more to discuss. You are watching Jalen Jacoby and, and Jalen's feet. <laughs> Look at that, how ashy those are. Ashy, nasty, the classy. Great game tonight on ESPN starting at 7.30. It is Trey Young and the Hawks trying to keep their season alive against Darius Garland and the Cavs. And, of course, NBA Countdown precedes that at 7 p.m. where Jalen Rose will have a fresh cut and a suit. As we do every single day on Jalen and Jacoby, we recognize the fact that Brittany Griner is still being detained in Russia. How many days has it been now, Mr. Rose? 
We want to send Brittany Griner prayers and well wishes. She's been detained for 57 days, which is way too long. And we're hoping and wishing for her speedy and safe return to the United States. Jalen Rose, it seemed like once Aaron Rodgers committed to the Packers that all of his weapons went out the door. <laughs> now they have Sammy Watkins, who has just signed to a one-year deal. Obviously, that doesn't make up for the production that they were getting from Devontae Adams, but can this be enough to keep the pack on top of the NFC? So the one thing about being around the game for so long, like being the season vet, you start to pay attention to the trends and you don't anticipate them. It's just like you start to see certain players have certain things that happen to them more likely than not. And for Sammy Watkins, the injury bug, has continued mm. to plague him for so many different parts of his career. And so you're not only trying to replace Devontae Adams' production, but it's going to be very impossible almost to replace his durability. So when Sammy Watkins is healthy, obviously he's a great deep threat and he's been a, a seasoned veteran in the league, but I don't think this is going to quote-unquote solve their wide receiver woes. We're really going to see what exactly Aaron Rodgers brings to the table because he always complains about the lack of weapons that he has, but he has one of the best running backs and one of the best receivers in the entire league, and now we'll see what he can do without Devontae Adams. Jalen Rose, I live in New York City, and in New York City, it is legal to make wagers with your telephone, and I will be doing so this weekend. In tonight's game, I'm going to parlay. The Hawks, who will be on the road, and the Pelicans' money line, who will be on the road, getting myself a nice little return from that. What will you be wagering on legally this weekend? I'm not mad at that. I think the bet overall series that I'm watching really closely got to be the Celtics and the Nets. Ooh. Because the Nets started as a favorite all season, and even though they struggled and they finally got healthy and they're in the play-in, there's still a strong odds-making, betting, uh, people putting their money down on them a lot. So I would take the Celtics over the Nets overall in this series. The Celtics' next series is so difficult to call. And at first I was like, the Nets are going to win. And the more I think about it, I'm like, God, the Celtics have so many great defenders that they could match up with KD. They've got Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown and White, and it's like they play such great defense. It's going to be one of the best defenses against one of the best offenses, and I can't wait for it. And I'm going to do something that I should not. I'm picking the Nets. I'm picking the Nets to win the series. The Nets are going to upset the Celtics in the series, Mr. Rose. It's going to happen. I don't know what the odds are. But if you can sneakily get some Toronto Raptors odds against the Sixers, that's your bet right there. We'll be back on Monday to discuss all the action from the weekend. Thank you so much for watching. Jalen and Jacoby.